For a great cup of troll, there's one thing you should know Your morning brew can also be playful Buff boy brewing guys make the temperature rise And you surely feel naughty when you swallow our coffee If you want some real heat Give your mouth a fine treat You will want some more, rest assured Buff boy brewing, you can't get It's time for The Scribble, your weekly fix of celebrity chats, bizarre stories in the news, and basic random chatter with best-selling author and syndicated radio host, Jeremy Bradley. Make sure your seat is in the upright and locked position and your barf bag is securely in place. Here's Jeremy Bradley. Thank you very much, Larson. Hello, everybody. Jeremy Bradley here. Welcome to The Scribble. Thanks for tuning in on your favorite podcast app. I appreciate your time today. And I got to tell you, just moments ago, I'm not kidding you, you know Roberto Battaglia, the 10-year-old girl that got the golden buzzer on America's Got Talent just a few days ago. We've got her on the show. Of course we do, right? Because I know everybody, ladies and gentlemen. I don't know the family, but but, but <laughs> here's the thing. I've been covering AGT for 10 years, so you're damn right when a Canadian gets the golden buzzer, JB's going to get that, that contestant on the phone for the show. All right, that is my promise. That's my guarantee. If a Canadian makes it far on a reality show, this kid's going to be talking to them, all right? So this is so cool because we actually didn't even have this planned for the show today. Roberta is coming up right after this. Who are the Kardashians feuding with now? What did that little thug Justin Bieber do this time? Who's getting hitched? And who's headed for Splitsville? Hear the latest celebrity news and gossip every day on Entertainment Wrap-Up. The good, the bad, the ugly, but mostly the ridiculously hilarious. It's all recapped in this daily segment at entertainmentwrapup.com. Have a laugh at the expense of the rich and famous when they take themselves way too seriously. It's three minutes of time-wasting fun at entertainmentwrapup.com. Check out Entertainment Wrap-Up at entertainmentwrapup.com. Brought to you by Speak Free Books. Well, as we like to say, this show is live and you never know what's going to happen. And Roberto Battaglia is joining us on the line. Hello there. Hi. Hi. How are you? I'm good, thanks. How are you? I'm amazing. amazing. I, I could imagine that, right? Now, let's let's rewind. We've got to tell everybody. In Canada, everybody knows your name already. Uh, you are the uh, 10-year-old contestant on America's Got Talent. You wowed the judges. You got the golden buzzer. You're going to the live shows. Did I miss anything? <laughs> no, you didn't. You pretty much got everything. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. So I have to tell you, I, I heard that your phone has been blowing up since the show aired. Mine has as well because, yes, well, yours has and mine has. So you've made my phone go because I've been covering AGT for 10 years in L.A., but I'm from Winnipeg. And so when everybody heard that you're Canadian, they thought of me and they said, you've got to get her on the show. So I did. Thank you for calling. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, thank you, thank you. Yeah, so I've got to ask you, it's been a few days, but what's your life been like? Well, um, my life has been uh, chaotic, blowing up with messages and phone calls. Um, yeah, I mean, it's just amazing seeing all the wonderful comments and messages people are sending me. It's, uh, it's, it's These days are just unforgettable. Yeah, okay, so everybody watched you perform 
Shallow from A Star Is Born. So I, I need to know the song choice. Why did you pick that one? Well, um, I picked that song because, I mean, it all started when I saw the movie. And, um, you know, the song was just amazing. And uh, Lady Gaga is one of my idols. And I think she has a great voice. She's also one of my biggest inspirations. So, um, yeah, I mean, when I sing that song, I really felt it. And I couldn't help but learn it. <laughs> so uh, that's why it was one of my song selections at uh, for my audition for UGT. So your phone's been blowing up. Have you heard from Lady Gaga? I have to know. Well, um, I haven't heard from Lady Gaga, but, um, you know, whatever the future holds, we, we don't know yet. There, there's still time. There's uh, still... Hopefully she will. <laughs> I'm hoping. I'm hoping. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. yeah, she's she, <laughs> she's probably got a lot of messages like you. She's going through her phone. She'll she'll get to it. She'll get to it. You know, we saw you get a little bit nervous and emotional on the stage before the performance. Do you remember what you were thinking in that moment when you looked out at the crowd? Well, um, actually, a lot of people are telling me uh, telling me this, but I wasn't really nervous. I it was more of an emotion, just you know, seeing the the wonderful crowd and the wonderful audience, the judges. Uh, also including Terry Crews. I mean, it was so emotional. And uh, it's always been my dream since I was a very little girl. And, um, yeah, it was just... Uh, I felt so overwhelmed with, the, with excitement to perform uh, in front of Heidi, uh, Sophia, mm-hmm. uh, Simon, and uh, Howie, and Heidi, and everybody. <laughs> I mean, it was... So <laughs> well, I do know that your mom was pretty nervous. I was just talking to her for a brief moment. How is she doing now, though? Well, um, my mom, actually, she was uh, also... I think she was more nervous than me. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, she was also... Uh, she didn't know whether, whether to laugh or cry, and that was the same fact with me. But uh, now she's just emotional. She's not nervous anymore because uh, we already did the audition now, but uh, she's, we're still all emotional, I, I think, because... The whole night we were all crying and, uh, you know, sharing uh, some family time and getting emotional. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that was our emotional uh, night. <laughs> well, and it's also got to help that she's just off stage there rooting you on, too. There's got to be some comfort for you there, too. Well, yeah. My, uh, I mean, not only my mother, but also my father. My parents are just, uh, they're so supportive. And uh, I thank them for that because without them, I wouldn't have been here. <laughs> Yeah, and I love that your dad's got the radio connection as well, too, right? Yes, he does. He's also a musician, and yeah, he plays uh, the the keyboard, the, the piano, and uh, the, the saxophone. So, yeah, I I guess I really follow in footsteps, and, uh, you know, he's, a, he's my biggest inspiration. Yeah, absolutely. So when you're up there singing, you know, we see you looking out at the crowd, but what are you actually looking at? What's going through your head? Are you looking at the judges? Does that just make it scarier? What do you remember about that moment? Well, I mean, really, I just remember uh, looking out at the crowd, looking at the judges, because, you know, they're, they're all amazing people. And the crowd was so uh, energizing and so uh, they, they, they were just that, that auditorium was filled with amazing people. And uh, I, I mean, the support of the crowd was just um, amazing, and I think that's what was going through my head. I mean, everybody loved me. I'm like, I felt so, <laughs> so grateful and, you know, happy that all these people were, you know, uh, were supporting me. Yeah. So tell me what. What does music mean to you? Because, you know, we all know music is a very powerful thing, but what does it mean to you? Uh, 
my biggest passion. And um, when when I sing and I see people smile, it makes my heart smile. So um, you know, it's just it's just one of it gets me through all these hard times. I mean, especially now with um, the pandemic, it just it relaxes me. It really calms me. Mm-hmm. Where do you go from here? You had your big first song. I mean, how do you beat that? How do you take it to the next level in the competition? Well, um, as uh, some of you might, uh, might know, that uh, I am going to the live shows. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, I hope to um, uh, make make even more of an effort next time. And, uh, you know, uh, hopefully uh, share uh, another uh, wonderful moment in my AGT uh, journey. Do you have any other songs in mind? Can you give us a spoiler at all? Well, um, not yet, but uh, what I can say is there's more to come, and stay tuned, everybody. (laughs) (laughs) You've got some good entertainment training. You know how to tease the crowd. I like that. I like that. Uh, (laughs) Finally, though, like, where do you see your... Yeah. Where do you see yourself five years from now? You're going to be a teenager, which is, you know, that's crazy. But but whether you win the show or not, you're, are you going to be writing songs, performing covers? Like, make a prediction for me in five years from now. Well, um, you know, a lot can happen in five years and, uh, and little can happen as well. But mm-hmm. um, my dream, actually, in five years is, you know, to uh, hopefully, you know, uh, Grow, uh, like grow my supporters and uh, grow like uh, a lot of records and make uh, sell records and make albums and you know uh, hopefully um, uh, perform at the at the Super Bowl one day but that's oh. way after five years probably <laughs> <laughs> but um, uh, yeah that's just my prediction or my dream for the future no. but, uh yeah, even if I don't become, you know, uh, even if I don't have a lot of fame, I'll always music in every way. I love it. I think you're going to have a lot of fame right now, okay? Let me let me be... I'll, I'll make that prediction. <laughs> uh, finally, I have to know, I know that it was it was Sophia who gave you the buzzer, but do you have a favorite AGT judge? Well, um, really, I don't have an AGT favorite judge because I think all the judges are amazing equally, and I'm not saying this because... I mean, people are, are listening to me, but I actually think that's my opinion. I mean, I, I love all four of them. I love Tara Cruz, Heidi, Howie, Simon, and Sophie. I love them. I, I love them all. I love them equally. And you gave the right answer for that one, too. Jeez, you're perfect, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we are going to be watching America's Got Talent. It airs Tuesday at 8 p.m. on City TV for our Canadian friends and, of course, on NBC for our American listeners. Roberta Battaglia, the Canadian all-star who's going to kick butt on AGT. Am I allowed to say that, Roberta? Is that okay? Um, yeah. That, that, that <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much for joining us. Good luck in the competition. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. It was uh, so nice talking to you. Isn't it crazy that you wait for payday, but before you know it, you're strapped for cash again? It's time to stop blowing your money and become a smart spender with the book, The Official Guide to Being an American Cheapskate at CheapskateBook.com. Learn simple ways to cut costs at home every day and during special times of the year. Don't go broke at Christmas. Don't remortgage the house for a fancy vacation. The book is filled with tips to save you money throughout the year. Check out the best-selling book, The Official Guide to Being an American Cheapskate at CheapskateBook.com or on Amazon and iTunes. How fun was that? 
Wow. I almost I almost want to like splash a banner that says breaking news. That's that's pretty cool. I, I could talk with her all day. I've got to say at the very beginning, though, I, I, I think the family was expecting it to sort of be a conference call. We had basically the entire family in the room on a speakerphone. And so we had to very quickly make that change. But what what a great what a great group of people. Uh, I, I really could talk to them all day. So they're very excited for her. And of course, we're rooting for her as well. You know, you always love seeing a story like that, right? Where somebody, first of all, at that age, um, you know, to have so much talent, you want to see them succeed. And I remember that Jackie Ivanko, you remember she was also from AGT. Well, as I mentioned, pre- I mentioned it, I think twice now on the, the show, I've been covering AGT for 10 years. And so I first met Jackie on the red carpet at the America's Got Talent finale. So 2010 was the first year that we covered it for our syndicated radio shows. Jackie was there. And... Then fast forward to 2016, and she was, I guess, still a teenager at the time, that we're both at a red carpet event in Winnipeg, my hometown. So not only we met in Los Angeles, and now here we are all these years later in Winnipeg, my hometown, at the David Foster uh, Foundation Gala fundraiser that was happening, and I got to talk with her again. And so it's, it's fascinating to watch their uh, career progress because, you know, she... She sang at Trump's inauguration. Now, that had not happened at the time, right? And uh, so, you know, she was doing Christmas shows and and things at the time, and then all of a sudden she gets an inauguration. Now, I'm not talking politics. I'm just saying to perform at at an event like that, I I mean, you know, whether you like the president, my point is you performed at a big-time event. That's pretty freaking awesome. So here's, you know, fingers crossed for Roberta to do the Super Bowl. That would be, and I'm going to keep this clip. I'm going to, I'll be long off the radio by that time. <laughs> but it's going to happen. And uh, I'll, I'll call up the family and, and talk to them again. So, you know what, let's let's continue on with the entertainment chatter then, shall we? Again, I had a whole, I, I make my notes on a post-it, by the way. People might think that we have these big planning meetings, which we do. I write everything on post-its and just stick them in front of me. I had like four other topics to to cover today. I'm in this like entertainmenty kind of mood, so I'm gonna I'm gonna keep talking like red carpets and celebrity interviews right after this. Ever had something to get off your chest but never had the balls to say it? That's a load of crap. Speak free with JB.com is exactly what you've been waiting for. Your chance to tell it like it is and not care what anybody else thinks. Have your say on issues of the day. Join newspaper and radio columnist Jeremy Bradley as he tells it like it is. Hundreds of thousands of people have stopped by, including some well-known celebrities who have had a chat with JB and speak candidly about what's really going on in the world. You can join them too. Have a rant or a rave. Be brave and head on over to www.speakfreewithjb.com now. Jeremy Bradley here back on The Scribble. Not too long ago, we celebrated, I celebrated, it's my show, 14 years on the radio. I'm very humbled, by the way, by everybody's hard work that uh, keeps my syndicated radio show on the air. But I, not many people are able to just sort of come up with a radio project and 14 years later, you know, still, you know, make money at it and, and have it be a business. And so I've done a few interviews uh, since then, since our 14th anniversary in April. And I often get the question of like, what's the... Uh, most embarrassing moment you've had on a red carpet or embarrassing moment on a live broadcast. And there's been a few situations where, thankfully, 
Uh, and I'm going to totally out myself on this. Thankfully, we're not really live on the radio a lot of the times. Uh, there are times when we are, and, and for the most part, you probably wouldn't even notice if we are or aren't, because even if I do stumble, we, we tend to keep that in on the radio shows, uh, because it gives it a bit more of a, an authentic sound, doesn't it? And so I've had a couple of instances, and I think I've talked about one of them here on the show before, was on the red carpet at... I don't see. I don't know if I've named the show though. We're, it was a reality show finale, and a guy won one of those singing shows, and he won, and he had this woman, on, you know, on his arm, and everybody knows that before they reveal the winner, there's this big dramatic, you know, we see the judges, and then we see a finalist, and then it goes to the audience, and then it goes to you know whoever, and, and it'll be the loved ones in the audience. And so I was explaining that I was setting up that the dramatic television moment. And I said, what's going through your mind? You know, the camera goes to you and then to the judges and then to your mom. And I motioned to the woman that he was with and she says, I'm his wife. Now, I, you know, what do you do in that moment, right? So I kind of stumbled and I just said, I I mean, the loved ones in the audience, you know, the people, the the loved ones in, in your own. I don't know if they bought it or not. He was on the show with me again a year or so later. She, The wife will probably never come on the show, but she's not the celebrity. And, and neither has he come to think of it. But anyway, so that was an embarrassing live moment. And there's also just some really fun things that happen because it's radio, so you can't see me. We have no desire to do to go like the way of Howard Stern and have it videoed and, and we don't have you know cameras in the room. I have no desire to be seen by you guys. And, and no disrespect, I just don't. The, the, the whole craft of radio was to just be wowed by what I'm saying, not about anything that I'm showing you. So we've had instances where, um, you know, we'll be throwing things at each other and people are trying to distract me or on my screen, uh, you know, they'll flash up, you know, a, a swear or some crude joke or something to try and trip me up or in my earpiece I'll hear, you know, something. And... Uh, so, so that happens, but it doesn't really shake me because if anything, especially as a broadcaster, you know, you're trying to, the whole fun of it is to not crack, right? To not break and to no different than like an SNL character or somebody in the theater, right? Something really funny happens. Well, the fun of it is to try and hold in that laughter and not let people know that you're cracking up on the inside. So it, you know, it doesn't really happen very often, but we, we did have a moment where, and it happened recently, so that's why I'm, I'm telling the story now. And I don't know, has it aired already? I just It's not an interview that we taped or that you've heard on the radio or on the podcast within the past few weeks. So let me, let me just give you that disclaimer. I'm not telling you the story because it just happened moments ago, but we on Tuesdays and Thursdays often will tape a bunch of celebrity interviews. There's no real rhyme or reason as to why those days. It's just kind of played out that way. And so it's not uncommon for us to have a Tuesday that's just stacked with interviews. And when I say stacked, I mean you've got one at 11, 11, 15, 11, 30, 12, 12, 15. One day we did, I think, six of them. Because in radio production, again, because we're not always live, we might bank our shows. So we might do a whole bunch of stuff and then we can be off for two or three weeks. And so we had done this where we were planning a whole bunch of, we were, we were programming, you know, the two syndicated radio shows, podcast, our celebrity interview website. It was just, it was ridiculous. And I, I, I very rarely do I work more than, you know, two, three hours a day. <laughs> so I was, I was, just, it was back to back. We, I have, I was given all these notes about people. I didn't even have time to listen to the music that the artist was coming on to talk about, right? They're promoting their new single or whatever it might be. Uh, you know, I haven't even had time to re- or read the book or whatever it is that the person is promoting. And so one of our guests, 
Um, you know, our interviews are generally six to eight minutes. Depending on who it is, we might schedule a little bit longer uh, based on what they're talking about or, or just who they are. And I have to tell you that I was sort of, I was engaged in the conversation, but then the answers became a little bit long. Not uncommon for people to do. Listen, I'm, I'm five minutes into this segment and you're probably saying, okay, cut to the chase. What are you, t- what are you telling us, fool? But if you, if you have a story that you're really passionate about or something that you're just conveying or relaying to, to the, your audience or to a host who asks the question, it's not uncommon for people to ramble and, and give a, a bit more of a long, drawn-out answer than they would like to in, in hindsight after, after they've finally taken a breath. And so I found that I was tuning out as we were going on however you know, 10 minutes, maybe 15 minutes at that point. And I actually, I'm not kidding you, forgot who I was talking to for a moment. And I, because I hadn't moved the mouse with the computer that I have in front of me, I didn't have any of my notes. Now, our interviews don't have pre-written questions. We don't, you know, people, publicists will often say, well, well, can we get, can we get the questions ahead of time? That's not how I do an interview. Sometimes it might seem like it's scripted, but it also, it's the conversation that kind of just guides us. And so... uh, I, I wasn't even listening to that conversation at that point. So I, I was, I screwed myself over and finally, when he stopped talking, I was kind of like, okay, we've got to wrap this up. Now think about it. I would have to then move my mouse, type in my password, get back into the computer. And it was almost like being awoken out of, out of a dream, right? Like where am I? What's going on? And, and you've got a split second because you realize that you're still on the air and then there's somebody talking to you, but you've, you've totally zoned out. And so I had to cover. Now, we, we changed this, by the way, in the editing uh, process. So you wouldn't have heard it as it actually played out. So there you go. If, you're, if you are still trying to figure out who I'm talking about, you know, we've, we've destroyed the, uh, the evidence of it. But I completely forgot who I was talking about. And so I wrapped up the interview. And generally, at, after an interview, you say, okay, um, Mr. and Mrs. Smith from such and such TV show, thanks so much for joining us today. And, and you know, you kind of end it that way. Well... I couldn't do that. I didn't know, I, you know, how am I supposed to, I don't know, is this, was this a music guy or is this a, a TV girl? I don't even remember, like, who I met. So I covered it by just saying, you know, why don't you give everybody your social media, um, you know, accounts or your handles? Now, here's the deal, is that if you listen to our celebrity interviews, I do that for the majority of people anyway. But not because I don't remember who I'm talking to. It just happened to be. But there was a bit of a stammer when, you know, I kind of didn't really know exactly how to respond when the person finished answering the question. So, so there would be an, an embarrassing moment that maybe struck that person odd. But again, we had been talking for quite a while, so I don't think that it was like, you know, maybe it just seems out of place. Maybe I just looked like I didn't know how to end the interview. I have never listened back to it. Same thing as that red carpet. I've never, I know that we did change it out for the um, West Coast or, or when it was aired again, that wife, mother, husband thing. Uh, and, and I just, I know that we still have it. I know that people listen to it, but I just, I can't, I can never get around to listening to that because it's just an embarrassing moment. So anyway, nothing too um, drastic has ever happened. Oh, we, we were, here's another one. Do we have to go? That's eh, the podcast, whatever. We were in Jasper, Alberta, and we were there covering the Pride Festival. This was before the days of the podcast, and I'm not even sure that our country music show was on the air at the time. Anyway, I was there and we, um, we were, taping a bunch of different segments over the course of two or three days so we were sort of live to a point live to tape they call it and we were at a ski hill 
And not only were we faking a bunch of pictures of me on the ski hill, they actually snowmobiled me up to the top of the mountain <laughs> to pose for photos. I wasn't going downhill skiing. Are you kidding? I've got way too much to lose. And then we then they snowmobiled me down to the mountain, and then I did an interview with the avalanche dog handler. Right, so you have this cute little dog um, that will sniff people out or you know help out if there's an avalanche. So I'm standing, I'm talking to the guy. And then I'm holding the dog as well. And this kid comes flying down the hill and crashes into, they've sort of got like that orange netting kind of a thing to, to stop you. Well, this thing kid comes flying at it and then kind of goes underneath it and slides right toward us. The dog freaks out, you know, basically like jumps out of my hand or whatever it is. And here we are like in the middle of this interview. And to me, it was the funniest thing that I've seen. And you can actually, for a brief moment, hear me kind of go... <laughs> You know, like not quite a cough, but sort of a half laugh sort of a deal. And and then I've got a faint interest like I, you know, oh, are you OK? Or I think the guy said, are you OK? It was, again, it was one of the funniest moments um, that you actually can't laugh about because this kid could have got, you know, significantly injured. And so so we had that. Now, also in Jasper, Alberta, and I think I might have recently told this story on the show. We did a segment at the spa at the resort that we were staying at. And how many times have you been laying for a massage and you kind of just get into that zone, whether it's because of the music or maybe you've even fallen asleep just because it's so relaxing? The fire alarm started going off mid-massage. I'm not kidding you. And you're laying there, and I'm fairly certain I was naked, you know, underneath the towel or whatever. And you're laying there going, are we supposed to, do we leave now? Like, what am I, what, where do we, and, and, and the person, the attendant, leaves the room and is gone for a while. So then I'm laying there going, they're not coming back. Am I, am I, st- am I going to burn in this? You know, well, at least I was somewhat relaxed when I went. And then finally they came in the room and were like, oh no, it's, it's, it's just, it's a false alarm or whatever. Because it had happened a couple of times when I was there. So it, it's not like it's, you know, caught me off guard or, or scared me or anything. But it's also annoying when you're hearing that chirping as you're laying there trying to get a massage. And so I jokingly said to them after when we were doing an interview, and I said, by the way, I'm taking the robe for the inconvenience. And they said something like, yeah, go for it. And I don't know that they actually meant it, but I did actually take the robe. <laughs> I'm never going to be allowed back there. But, you know, anyway, so so we've had a bunch of moments over the 14 years doing the radio. Those are just the stories that jump out at me right now. But... Yeah, we, we've had some ridiculousness uh, over over the years. Nothing, nothing wild. I'm, I'm not a wild person. I'm fairly, I'm fairly low key. I was gonna say low end, that too. Um, but no, when we if we're traveling and we're doing you know our, our tourism broadcasts or red carpet and stuff like that, I actually very rarely go out after. It's like you've got me for the hours and the time that you have me scheduled, and then I go right back to my hotel and my bathtub. That's sort of my comfort zone. That is my zone as of course my computer screen goes off right now as I was just talking about that. But anyway, uh, and that should be my signal to wrap things up. If, uh, if you've ever done broadcasting, you've had an embarrassing moment in front of a large group of people, I would love to hear from you. Send me an email, live at jbonair.com, live at jbonair.com. It's never too early to start thinking about your next holiday. Have you checked out Mexico recently? From tequila tasting, swimming with horses, to zip lining through the jungle, and watching whales and dolphins, in their natural habitat, Puerto Vallarta has it all. Visit mexico.jbonair.com to see all the fun PV has to offer. That's at mexico.jbonair.com for hundreds of photos, interviews, and videos from around the tourist hotspot.
Check out Mexico.jbonair.com for all the fun. That's Mexico.jbonair.com. We hear you chirping. Get scribbling. Tweet up the scribble at the Scribble Show. Join the discussion with Jeremy Bradley. It's all going down right now on Twitter at the Scribble Show and at thescribbleshow.com. Jeremy Bradley here back on the Scribble. You know, everybody has been affected by coronavirus and and whether that's health related or because of the shutdown, right? Maybe your business closed, you're out of work, you're out of school right now. Uh, now I'm just sort of processing this and thinking it through. That's probably one industry that's not hurting right now is music and downloads and YouTube videos and, and all that stuff. So, I mean, again, Roberta's got AGT to deal with right now, but I mean, this is where you look at those, you know, 10-year-olds, 12-year-olds, and 14, 15. They could be making easily more money than I am, and I am a successful entrepreneur. But that's certainly something that everybody's been consuming more digital content recently. And, you know, so it's it's not surprising that if you've got talent and you can make some videos and post them, I mean, you know, the sky's the limit. Look at all these YouTube people, right? Who was that guy that was just busted in the the looting and the riots. Uh, Jake Paul, is that the name? And, you know, he, I think that he sort of used that platform because he thought, hey, I'm I'm a media personality. Uh, No, you're not, buddy. You're just a YouTuber. If you actually had media training, you would know that you watch from the sidelines and you just capture it all. You don't go into the mall in Scottsdale where people are looting and because, yeah, you're trespassing now. Sure enough, the kids facing charges. We talked about that, by the way, on Entertainment Wrap Up, our daily look at the latest celebrity news and gossip. Check that out at entertainmentwrapup.com. All right, so... In addition to watching AGT this summer, I hope that you are keeping things safe and absolutely you're protesting and standing up for what you believe in and doing that responsibly and not putting others in danger because as we've seen in the news lately, you know, the the ruthless mob and the rioting and the fires and stuff just isn't cool. You're only really hurting, you know, communities that have already been affected by coronavirus shutdowns and things like that so uh let's let's just be good to each other let's have some laughs let's have some smiles let's enjoy music because as i said earlier it's a very very powerful thing send me an email live at jbonair.com live at jbonair.com my name is jeremy bradley this is the scribble thank you so much roberta we're rooting for you i'll talk to you next time have a great weekend everybody bye-bye for now want more scribble Check out thescribbleshow.com for past shows, celebrity interviews, cheapskate tips, and more. That's at thescribbleshow.com and on Twitter at The Scribble Show. The Scribble is a speak-free media presentation.